Welcome to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids, where we look back on the church fathers who raised the ramparts which defend our faith to present day. This episode, we are learning about Jonathan Edwards. You might be familiar with him from having preached the famous sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, also for publishing great works such as Freedom of the Will. Let's take a closer look, shall we? My name is Grant. And joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica. Hello, everyone. My oldest child, Lila. Hey, y'all. My middleest sapling, Edward. Hey, all listeners. And the littlest of our bunch, Nora. Hi. You guys doing good? You want to learn about Jonathan Edwards? Thumbs up. Thumbs up, yeah. What do you think, Lila? Do you want to learn about Jonathan Edwards? Of course. Jonathan Edwards has been called the greatest American philosopher and Christian theologian ever. Wow. Ooh, American. Yep, mm-hmm. this one is from America. It's the first one from America, right? Mm-hmm. So Jonathan Edwards was born in 1703 in Connecticut. Connecticut? This was before the Revolutionary War, and so this was back still when we were under England's rule, and it was the colony of Connecticut. And when Edwards was even a little boy, only like 12 years old, he already went off to college. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And he went to Yale, which is one of the best colleges in the country. Fancy. (laughs) Sometime after college, he became a pastor in Massachusetts at the same church his grandfather pastored. Whoa, that's really cool. So probably the greatest thing that happened during Jonathan Edwards' time was that he became one of the leading preachers of the Great Awakening. (gasps) Do you guys know what the Great Awakening was? No. So the Great Awakening was a time in America when religious fervor and zeal was at a very high point. It seemed that everybody was becoming a Christian. Sounds like a great time, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. And Jonathan Edwards' preaching was one of the tools God used to bring about this awakening. He preached a really famous sermon called Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. What do you think about that sermon title? I don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cool name, but... Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. But that's the truth, right? We're all mm-hmm. sinners, and yeah. and God is angry with our sin, isn't he? But of him preaching, I'm like, yes! So did you know that when he preached this, this sermon that became so famous, it's so famous that people still read that sermon. Yep, people still read that sermon, and it still changes them. God still uses it to to affect people's hearts. But when it became famous, it was the second time he preached it. The first time he preached it, it was at his church, and people were like, eh, it's okay. It's a pretty good sermon, I guess. But then one of his friends asked him if he would come and preach at his church. So Jonathan Edwards said, sure, I'll come teach at your church. And then when Jonathan Edwards preached at that church, everyone was just crying and he had to stop and take breaks so people could catch their breath and dry up their tears because they were crying so hard. God used that sermon in miraculous ways and changed people's hearts. I guess his friend was like, please, please preach at my church. It is going (laughs) nuts. So here was one of the things that he said in his sermons. And before I read it, these sermons were just so powerful. And there was a couple other figures during this time that were preaching in similar ways. 
and they were preaching to people their need for salvation, their need to trust in Jesus, and their need to turn away from their sin. And they were telling them the reality of staying in your sin, of the reality of hell, and what's going to happen if they don't turn away from their sin. He said, the God that holds you over the pit of hell, much as one holds a spider or some little insect over the fire, abhors you and is dreadfully provoked. What does that mean? That means God holds you over the fires of hell, and all your sinning is just making him want to drop you into the flames. That sounds like a very scary thing. <laughs> Do you know why now the Spirit used that to make people be broken over their sin? Yeah, I see why. And it was things like this in the sermons that the Spirit was using to cause the Great Awakening. And Jonathan Edwards traveled around the area and continued to preach in many different churches and in his own church during this wonderful time of awakening. Another illustration that Edwards used that I've always liked, he told people, your good works can hold you up about as good as a spider web holds up a rock when dropped on it. Think about that for a minute. It won't. Exactly. <laughs> you drop a rock on a spider web? What Edwards was saying was when you stand before God, that spider web is about as strong as your good works are before God. So it's not. <laughs> exactly. You got so it. So if you drop a rock on it, it it's going to collapse, right? This is a very scary episode. <laughs> so, so Edwards was very picturesque. He could come up with really great ways to preach his sermons. And that's just a couple examples of that. And that's why people still read his sermons today and study his sermons today because he was just such a great preacher. Yep, he was able to explain hard truths to people and they could understand it because he would use picture language. Another great part about his ministry was that he ministered to the Native Americans, to the Indians that were in his area. And they were kind of outside the city. They weren't allowed to you know, be incorporated into the city and live amongst everybody there in Massachusetts. But Edwards loved them and knew that they needed the gospel. And so he reached out to them and ministered to them. <laughs> After several years of pastoring, he got kicked out of his church. Uh -oh. There are many different reasons why people think he was kicked out of his church. But one of the main things was just doctrinal differences. He differed with the people in the church and they didn't like it. So they called a vote. And almost everyone in the church voted to kick him out, and so they did. They kicked the great Jonathan Edwards out of their church. So after he got kicked out of his church, he actually went and did uh, ministry with those Indians in Massachusetts. He ministered to them. After that, he also became the president of the College of New Jersey, which we know today to be Princeton College, which is one of the top colleges in America. Shortly after he became president, he died of a smallpox inoculation and was buried there at Princeton. What do you guys like about John Edwards? What do you guys think you could learn from Jonathan Edwards? That he preached to the Indians. Lila, so you think it's pretty cool that he preached to Indians? Did you know that at that time, the Native Americans were kind of like social outcasts? They were kind of looked down upon a little bit. Did you know that? No. But that didn't bother John Edwards at all. He said, everyone needs to hear the gospel, right? Yeah. So I'm going to share it with the Indians. I don't care if other people don't like them or they don't think that they're valuable. God 
sees value in them. They're created in the image of God, right? So they need to hear the gospel too. So that's a really cool thing. We should share the gospel with everyone, right? Not just people that are cool or that we like. We should share with everyone. Eddie, what do you think? That when a friend asks to preach to his church, he's like, so you like that? So you like that he ministered to many different churches? Yes, I do. What do you like, Nora? What do you like about John Edwards? That he preached the gospel. Yep, that's a good one. We love it. Did you like learning about Jonathan Edwards? Yes. Thank you for listening to Fathers of the Faith for Covenant Kids. 